somebody will know that you are afraid. Is anybody getting that one? Any Jaudeba? Oh, buddy. Oh, boy, you're here. After so many verses that 20, can you imagine that kind of, that kind of, um, kill a man for how much you know? Cut off. A big, uh, marking scheme. Out of that marking scheme, total 22,000. But because he has a destiny in God, God shielded him up. I pray for somebody today, no matter what your enemy is doing, one, you are not saying the loudest amen. I say to somebody today, that which your enemy thinks they are looking for to pull you down. They will not get to undo you at that junction in the name of Jesus. Now, let me finish so that we can quickly go. Now, verse, we saw about verse 10, 11, 11, thank you. And you shall hear what they say, and afterward, your arms shall be strengthened to go down against the camp. Then he went down with Pura. Then he went down with, he actually confirmed this here. Because God was just telling him, Go with Pura, your servant. Eventually, the Bible made us to know that he went with Pura. So he was afraid. His servant to the outpost of the armed men. We were in the camp. Verse 12. Church wants to go. We're lying in the valley as numerous as locusts. And their camels were without number. As the sound of the... Now, now, read this place again. And as you are reading it, can you place what you are reading side by side with 300 soldiers? Read it again. One, two, go. All the people of the heath were lying in the valley as numerous as locusts. And their camels were without number. Those were the people that 300 men were going against. The next verse. And when Gideon had come, there was a man telling, now listen here, there was a man telling a dream to his companion. He said, I have had a dream. In the camp of the Midianites, a man was telling a, a, a dream to another man in the camp. I have had a dream to my surprise. A loaf of barley bread tumbled into the camp of Midian. It came to a tent and struck it so that it fell and overturned and the tent collapsed. Verse 14. Then his companion answered and said, This is not in hell's. How can you be relating a loaf of bread with a sword? We will get there. May God give us a deep understanding today. Amen. Last week Sunday I spoke in the par- in parable from the scripture. I will be speaking halfway parable today, halfway understanding. May God give you understanding. Amen. This is nothing else but the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash. A man of Israel into his hand 
God has delivered Midian and the Imagine what your enemies are saying. The enemies that you are afraid of, they are the ones saying to themselves, are you want to buy them? They are the dream. They are the interpretation. And so it was. So it was. When Gideon heard the telling of the dream and its interpretation that he worshipped, he returned to the camp of Israel and said, Arise! For the Lord has delivered the camp of Midian into your hand. I don't want to go beyond here today. However, let me just show you something quickly. Verse, verse 16. Look at what they are going to the war to go and fight the multitude with. Then he divided the 300 men into three companies and he put a trumpet. <laughs> and he put a trumpet into every man's hand with empty pictures. Hello, Mama. Kina ku empty pictures. Lord, do you? Eh? Kila ku? A picture is cocoa. Cocoa. Empty picture. Cocoa. Tio somi nore. Nangbe lo jagu. With a trumpet against the multitude. And torches. Torchlight. Inside the pictures. Father, we thank you. Lord, I submit myself to your will this morning. That your word will come with speed. That your word will be presented to your people with speed and accuracy. Let the heart of all these your servants here in me be opened unto your world. I need your help. They need your help. This very day, let all of us receive your help. Let no one be wasted in your will. Let us enjoy the grace from above. That our coming to church today will not be in vain. For each and every one of us will be blessed. For that is thy kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. And the church says, You may please be seated. When we walk with the Lord in the light of His world, to say to us happy election may the result bring comfort to this nation in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ I saw a short video clip yesterday of a young lady that went to meet a man and said won't you buy me clothes for elections 
Now, when we are doing Christmas, you buy clothes for Christmas. And now you, you must buy clothes. Bring money for clothes for elections. Bring money for back for. Oh, it's okay. Now, please, I said that to draw your attention. I will quickly be bringing the message to you this morning. I am under pressure to let you know that the Lord wants me to ask every one of you that are you still with your spiritual plan for the year 2023? The Lord said I should ask you that He's willing and He's wishing, He's hoping that you have not lost your compass for 2023. Those your heart desires, those things that you think and you are planning to do in 2023, the Lord said I should ask you that hope you have not thrown them to the trash. Very quickly, Deuteronomy 32 verse 10. Deuteronomy 32 verse 10. The Lord said, I should tell every one of us this morning that He is willing to lead you to achieve that grace and that speed if you are ready to follow Him. Deuteronomy 32 from verse 10. Now, hear what the Lord says. Can you be giving me the Old King James Version until I say otherwise? He found him in a desert land and in the waste all in wilderness. What did he do for him? He left him about. It doesn't matter where God is founding you, where, where you are now. One of the assignments that the Lord said is going to do for you that he said I should tell you categorically today is he will lead you. How will he lead you? He will lead you by instructing you. He led them about. He instructed him. He kept him as the apple of his eyes. Please look at those words very well. We are, we are going to be reading to verse 16 or 16 here. So just look at this. Even though he was found in the desert land, even though where your life is, it's like the waste only wilderness. It does not look like you can get out of that situation. But the Lord said to us in his word, He led him about. He instructed him. He kept him as the apple of his heart. When you become, verse 11 quickly, when you become the apple of his eyes, you take two instructions, and after then, you are being led. Verse 11, can somebody help me, please? Let somebody help me open the scripture very quickly. Thank you. Now, hear what the Bible is saying here. As an eagle, stirred up a nest, fluttered over a young, Please look at this carefully. The Lord is bringing a word to somebody. 
In fact, this is not part of my message. I've not begun the message. This is all by the way. It's a word of revelation to somebody. As an Israelite tear up and flourish over a young, spreadeth abroad a wings and taketh them. He beareth them on a wings. That's what. Now, hear what the Lord is. It's a simile, the metaphoric, it's a metaphoric statement. As an Israel does that, the Bible says, the law alone, the law alone, let him. Now, be careful, be careful of what God is saying here. When I began to look at this place, I began to understand what God is saying. So the Lord alone did lead him, and there was no strange God. If God is actually going to take the responsibility of leading you into the place of your goal this year, be weary of strange gods. He will not share his glory with any man, nor his presence with graven image. That's that him quickly, please. He made him, he made him, he alone, he made him a hair. Rise on the height of the land. And fed him with the fruits. Of the tree, of the field. He nourished him with honey out of the rock and oil out of the flint. Now, somebody hear me. I decree by the mercy of God. Oh, me down in your trouble. Is it the same thing that made you not to go and vote yesterday? It's not making you not to say amen now this morning. I say, I make a decree over your life. This year, the Lord will lead you. Isaiah 48, verse 17. Very, very critical. I just want to take a few minutes to let you understand that until you are being led by God, by God Himself, you are going nowhere. That place you are going is not safe. This is what the Lord says. Now, this is what the Lord says, Isaiah 48 verse 17, your Redeemer. This is what the Lord, your Redeemer says, the Holy One of Israel, the Holy One of Israel, the Lord your God. I am the Lord your God. Who teaches you what is best for you? Now, are you, are you saying that? I am the Lord your God. I teach you to prophesy. Is it like that in some other Bible? I teach you what is best for you. I teach you what is best for you. Who uh-huh. directs you in the way you should go? I direct you in the way you should go. I lead you to make profit. I lead you to make profit. The God which Teaches thee to make profit, which leadeth thee by the way that you should go. That's a thing. If only you have paid attention to now, the command. Now, please, can you carefully listen to this now? 
You know, at this point of my calling, I, I, I don't seem to care. I care much more about what God is saying part time. That's a thing. Again. If only you had paid attention now, to what God is saying. The Bible says, if only you have paid attention. If only you have paid attention to my command. To my command. Your peace would have been like a river. Can you hear that? If only, if only. Oh, that you are paid to my commandments. Then your peace would have been your like a peace will have been like a river. Your righteousness like and your righteousness like the wave of the sea. Of the sea. How many of you want your peace to be like a river? Now please hear me quickly. Psalm thirty two verse eight. Psalm 32 verse 8. That scripture says, The Lord will lead you in the best way for your life. The best. I will instruct you. Can you see that? I will instruct you. And I will teach you in the way. In the way you should go. I will guide you. With my eyes, I will instruct you and I will teach you in the way you should go. Give me the translation of that scripture. Do not be like the horse. You see your old KJV that is giving you problems? It's all of them. Eh? The software. Alright. Let me give you some good advice. I am looking you in the eyes and giving it to you. When we walk with the Lord, He will guide us in His purpose. He will guide us in His will. I want all of you to bow down your head and pray at this juncture. It's a prayer of submission. Is a prayer of submission. I want you to pray, sincerely pray. Not from today. I submit my will to your will. You will help me and I will follow you. I will not agree with your leading anymore. Can you pray that prayer? Can you pray that prayer? I don't know how many of you God is speaking to this morning. But I want you to know that God is saying something to somebody. Lord, you will lead me. Father, you will lead me. Daddy, you will lead me in your own way. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, lead me. Lead me. I submit my will to your will. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Look up, everybody. I didn't say pray a silent prayer, but it's okay. I know God will answer our prayers today. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. How many of you were at home all through yesterday? You didn't actually wave your hand. You were at home all through. 
If you break, that is affecting you. Don't worry. If you long that many of you sat at home like that 24 hours, and I had a plan to release you earlier today so that you can continue to go and enjoy your holiday. May God give you peace. Amen. Psalm 78 verse 14. Psalm 78 verse 14. Psalm 78 verse 14. The Lord is speaking to us this morning. Are you reading for me, please? Psalm 78, verse 14. In the daytime, he led them. In the daytime, also he led them with a cloud. I want you to know this morning that God is in the business of leading his people, always. Always. You mean verse 53 of that same chapter? Verse 53. See how he led them. And he led them on safely. So that they fear not. But the sea overwhelmed. When it's leading you, you can be sure of safety. The beauty of this journey that we are doing with him in this kingdom is that we are being led. When you are not being led, I am afraid the enemy will frustrate you. That is why Romans chapter 8 verse 14 and 15 says, As many as those that are being led by the Spirit of the Lord, they are the sons of God. If we take that scripture from the end to the beginning, those that are not the children of God, they are not being led. So one of the criteria that made us to know that somebody is a child of God is that you are being led. You are being led. You are being led. Can we sincerely yearn for the leading of the Lord? That as you take step this year, you will be led by the Lord. That is the wish of the Father for somebody this morning. That you will not do things your own way. You will allow Him to lead you. You will allow Him to lead you. When He leads you, you will become a wonder. When you lead yourself, you might become a wanderer. But when He leads you, Psalm 71 verse 7, the Bible says, I am like a wonder. Unto many. I am like a wonder unto many. When he leads you, you can be sure you will become a wonder. Ultimately. Ultimately. But when you lead yourself, you might eventually become a wanderer. Watch it. Watch it. Proverbs 23, verse 18. Proverbs 23, verse 18. I hope somebody will say, Amen to that scripture. 23.18 For sure there is an end. And there is a hope. And your expectation will not be cut off. When God leads you, there is a hope for you. And your expectation will not be cut that is a great assurance. To people it might look like, where is this taking you to? 
But I can assure you that when God is leading you, He will mesmerize everything that your enemy is doing. He will take you through the path that the enemy will know that there is a God that is leading you. And your expectation will not be consoled. Can you give me verse 23 very quickly? Verse 23. By the truth, now, as I begin to speak to you on the topic that God wanted to share with you this morning, Hallelujah. Glory to God. Are you with me? Alright, thank you. By the truth, and do not sell it. This morning, I just want to share a major key among the kingdom keys that we have been sharing with you. And I'm believing God that for as many of you that you open your heart, even though it might look like a hard truth, but it will benefit you as you apply them. Buy the truth and do not sell it. And sell it not. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Discipline. Get discipline and understanding. And understanding. Thank you. Now please help me to look at somebody by your side. Everybody, everybody, look at somebody by your side and tell that person in a very loud voice, there is more to me than you think. Is that your loud voice? Is that your loudest voice? Can you make it louder? The problem is, many of you are even not sure of what I'm saying now. If you are sure of that, can you tell that person, there is more to me than you think? Tell that person, stop putting me in the cubicle of your mind. Hello? Please, can you give me your attention? Give me your attention. Very, very important. Look at that person again. That was why I said, um, I'm maybe eating you with a bit of truth this morning. Tell that person categorically, I know you are not my friend. I know you are not my friend. But you cannot stop me. But don't face your wife at that category. Okay? Face another person. Your wife is your friend. Okay? Hallelujah. See, the program of God for many of you is that you will soon blow the mind of many people. You will soon do what? Because the cubicle of their mind, where they put you in their mind, cannot continue. It cannot continue. You see, what I have experienced in the last nine years in this ministry has made me to know that you cannot contain the destiny of the person you are seated with in the church. Time will tell. Time will do what? Tell the person again. I know you are not my friend. You see the problem that I will, I will, you are the one extending my time. You will very soon say, Pastor Pepari, tell the person, I know you are not my friend. If by your side in church that is your friend, stop deceiving yourself. Stop deceiving yourself. Tell the person, I know you are not my friend. But you cannot stop me. Stop putting me in the cubicle of your mind. I am bigger than your mind. 
I will soon blow your mind. Very soon, somebody will see you and say, She will be great at Manila, she will come in. You will soon blow their mind. Is somebody following me? The topic of the message this morning says, The cognitive significance of companionship and communion. May God deliver you. The cognitive significance of companionship and communion. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Tell yourself, I know who I am. I know who I am. You see, many of you are, you are not you are not I don't know why you follow them come church today. It'd be like I say you follow them come church. When I say you should say something in the kingdom, where I've told you severally, in this kingdom, in the church, when you come to church, you receive things with your mouth. When you are in the world, you receive things with your hand, but in the kingdom, with your mouth. Can you say it boldly, I know who I am? I know who I am. How many of you know you are walking in power? At your arrival, a dynamite is about to blow. You will blow their mind. The list of what they can see in your life is what they are seeing now. That's the list. That's the list. Look at that person again. Am I bothering you too much? Don't bother. I will soon leave you alone. If you like, you can see at that junction. Look at that person and say, That is my candid advice to you. Do you remember that, that advice to that person? What is the advice to that person? Stop putting me in the cubicle of your mind. That is an advice. Tell the person, that is my candid advice to you. If you don't stop putting me in the cubicle of your mind, I will soon surprise you. I will blow your mind. Hallelujah. Now, when you talk about cognitive, I didn't plan to actually talk about it, but uh, since you make that kind of noise about the topic. When you talk about cognitive, cognitive is a word that actually explains the process of understanding of a thing. The process of understanding of a thing. The process of understanding the, the significance of companionship and communion. Now, having this understanding and the correct application of these kingdom keys of companionship and communion, please hear me very well. This will help many of you, children of God, and secure you from unwarranted headache and heartache that people plunge themselves into. Hallelujah. Amen. Is it that I'm seeking to love? And I'm not like that. I don't like seeking grammars. 
I want to speak so that you can actually understand what I'm trying to say. Now, look up, look up, look up. Why are we looking at the objective of looking at this Judges chapter 7 is that God wants to teach you that to avoid heartache, that somebody breaks your heart, and to avoid headache, you must learn to use this key that I want to teach you today. The key of companionship and the key of communion. That is the objective of what I am going to teach you as we are looking at the kingdom keys, obtaining and engaging the kingdom keys. Also, many people have lost their fortune and destiny into the hand of people that they call friends. Because they did not learn the key of understanding companionship and communion. Number two, many people will absent themselves and help many to stay clear or stay off many pressure that they found themselves in today. If they understand the use of the keys. Companionship and communion, they simply mean the same thing, so to say, they mean fellowship. And they are from the two, are literally translated from the Greek word, koinonia. Are you following me now? When we talk about companionship, it talks about fellowship. When we talk about communion, it talks about fellowship. And both of them actually derived, they were derived from one word in Greek. And that word is koinonia. We shall be looking at these, these two keys in one together. Now very quickly, 1 Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. Now, now look, at, look at that introduction of that verse. ICC, give me, see somebody reading for us, if you can. Give me the amplified version. Hello. Hello. Bobo, hello. When you are there, Nilo, that will help you to fulfill your destiny. The Lord will lead you today. And every man, every man will lead your destiny. Today, in the mercy of God, May God separate you from them eternally. Many of you that are older, we understand this message on companionship much better. Hear what the word of God says. Be not deceived. Now, now, please give me your attention. Look up, please. It will help you. It will help you. Many of you are getting used to CCI and you are getting used to the church. It's a teaching church. So just listen. I'm grateful to God that the lives of many of us are getting better day by day, even as we hear the word of God. I had a mind to read like three testimonies today, if God will take me there, of messages that many of you or a couple of you sent to me on SMS and WhatsApp, telling me how much the word of God 
has transformed their life. They, they, they make me feel enlightened. I, I feel God is doing something. Whether you know it or not, the life of many is being transformed, is being changed. Glory to God. Now look at what the Bible says here. There are a few cases in the scripture where the Bible says, do not be deceived. Very few. I'm going to look at those few of them and I want to see what the Bible is talking about in those places. Be not deceived. Evil communication. Read your version. Are you there? Or read New King James Version or any version for me. Before then, look at what Amplified says. Hallelujah. Amen. You know the trouble of many of us believers? We have become so lazy that we allow the enemy to play pranks around the word of God around us. We are not suffering the word of God anymore. We think it has become burdensome. Look at the Amplified Version. Do not be so deceived and misled. Evil companionship, communion, associations, what does it do? It corrupts and depraves good manners and moral and character. Do not be misled. No, no, hear that. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Bad company corrupts good character. Will corrupt. Look at me, somebody. It's a simple message. The reason why the life of many has been thrown into shambles today is because of the companionship. A lot of people have found themselves in marriages today, what's supposed to be a lifting for them has actually plunged them into pain. And for many, it has been a day of glory from one glory to another glory. There are some friends that you have met that through their handshaking and companionship, your life has been taking a new turn. But there are some that you met. It's only you have not kissed. You have not what? You, you, you are not careful enough to notice. It was since the day you met that sister. It was since the day you met that brother. That your life has taken a downward turn. Do not be deceived. Are you reading that version for us? Don't be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Corrupts good character. Many people wouldn't have tasted what is called smoking in their entire life. If not for companionship. There are many things a lot of people wouldn't have done in their life. But for somebody they met some time ago, do not be deceived. Galatians chapter 6 verse 7. Galatians 6 7, very quickly. Very quickly. Galatians 6 7. Now, he's saying it again. Do not be so deceived. 
God cannot be mocked. Now, this is very critical now. Hello? Please give me your attention. Give me your attention. Very, very important. God may be helping somebody I definitely know today. Stop thinking that that person that came to your life gave you a problem. Look at me very well. Can you check your own life too? Whether you have also been a cause into the life of somebody. Because it is what a man sow that will reap. This morning is to call our attention into a withdrawal and into understanding the process of God for our life. Now, let me quickly show you a few lessons that we have to learn from the scriptures that we read. Judges chapter 7, our anchor scripture. Now, give it from verse 3. And um, having this understanding, it will help you when you begin to use the key correctly. Lessons to learn. Number one, I want you to learn this lesson. Those who depart from you does not matter. Like those who stay with you in the place of destiny. Those who depart from you does not matter. Like those who stay with you in the place of destiny. Those who depart from you does not matter. Like those who stay with you in the place of destiny. Couple of weeks ago, I started teaching you on the doctrine of destiny. Definitely, you are not an oasis. God has not created anyone to be a lone angel. You can never fulfill your destiny alone. It is not possible. But it is good news that you know that you don't need everybody. Hello? It is a good news that you stop bothering yourself that this person left you. The person has to leave you because that person is not part of your destiny. Check it very well. Hello, church. Hello. Please. I don't know how much more to let you know this morning, but please give me your attention. Out of 32,000 soldiers, in fact, I, I, I think I've said this on several occasions in church. If our Gideon, I will have told God and said, God, please send another person. that is going with Gideon that day, about 32,000 of them, and out of 32,000, 22,000 of 32,000 were actually deceiving Gideon. If I may ask you, if God tells Gideon to see and to remove from those numbers, 
the people that were actually not in good mind. How many people do you think Gideon will remove? Will you, will you remove if you are Gideon, will, will you remove up to anytime let us see that man. it's okay okay hallelujah glory to God are you following me I know this kind of message have the tendency to make you to sleep but I don't want you to sleep I want you to hear me how many of the friends that we are actually keeping are not part of our destiny Out of 32,000 people. I want you to know this morning that God has his way of selecting your friends. Why are you crying over somebody that left you? It is because you don't understand the purpose of God for your life. Everybody that leaves you at any juncture in life if you have the understanding of the destiny of God for your life, go and watch it very well. They are not designed to be part of your destiny. Many of us have been crying wolves. Can you In the real sense of it, if they were seen in your life, you will not be where you are today. Look here. Can we allow God to choose our companion? You know why? When you get from read chapter 6, give verse 27, chapter 6 verse 27, God actually allowed Gideon, God allowed Gideon to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Look at me. How many of you have have uh, experienced the backstabbing of a friend before? I can't see your hand. I can You are not raising your hand. How many of you have experienced the backstabbing of a friend? I don't mean one for all. I let you like they stab you at the back at any point in your life. You know it's a good one. How will you love it that you understand this key that God when you call Adarade? Then Gideon took hello. Can you read this one for me? Everybody read this one. Read it again. Does it make sense to you? Look up. When Gideon was sent to go and demolish the idol of his father's house, God told him, go and get ten men. And the Bible says, then Gideon took. God gave him permission to take ten. But when he came to 32,000, there is no how Gideon will make a possible. You look at 32,000 people and you are saying, well, Okay, Oda, you were okay, Oda, you were. By the time you get to 22,000, somebody will tell you and say, You can let you die. I will not tell you that. I'm not going And eventually, God now spoke to you again and said, They are too much. That 10,000, they are too much. 
the circle of your friend is too big. Hello? Is somebody hearing me this morning? The circle of your friend is what? Ah, it's too big. It's too big. It's too big. It's too big. It's not every one of them that desires your good. It's not every one of them. Can you imagine? Out of 32,000, God. Now go back to that chapter, chapter 7 now. Get back to that verse 3 and 4 again. In this case now, God help. Look up. Look up. Grandma, sit down, don't worry. That your friend that stabbed you. What's your wife really? Oh, what? That your own friend that stabbed you at the back. What's your wife really? That's your friend. What's your If God had revealed to you earlier on and said, Be careful with this person, be careful with this person. I'm not saying you should not make friends, but be careful with this person. And God did not allow that stabbing to happen. You won't appreciate God. Now, therefore, go to proclaim in the ears of people, saying, Whosoever is fearful and afraid, let him return and depart early from Gilead. And there return of people, 2,003, 10,000 remain. That's four, quickly. And the Lord said unto Gideon, The people are yet too many. Bring them down into the water. And I will, I will, so it is God. Hello. I am on live stream and being careful. I've said that story in the church again. It happens to one of my uncles. My dad's younger brother. The man has gone to be with the Lord now. You will know the person I'm talking about. You should know the person I'm talking about. And the wife was looking on how to send the husband to prison. The wife. Yoruba will say, I my phone. You will let down. Any bit of funny? Okay, you better can run immediately. Any bit of funny? Who go up by any bit of funny? Okay, but it's And my uncle's wife secretly planned and packed all the receipts of electronics in the house fridge, freezer, television, and she went to burn it. And she went to report to the police that every time one lay and went home, of course, I just told you my uncle now, so I'm telling you a life story. And my uncle spent like I think not less than two weeks behind the bar until they could trace that he came to buy. He came to buy the wife. The wife that gave the man three children. The wife. And you know one funny thing about this life. <laughs> After the man returned, the family said to the mother, and they are still living together. <laughs> you hear me? God does not, if you fulfill destiny, 
God does not design you to live with everybody. He has not designed you to make friends with I want to already what by I don't know why God is bringing this message up. I don't know. I don't know. But if it is for one person, it was it. Hello. When Jonah is in the boat of your life, it will waste your fortune. When Jesus is in the boat of your life, he will preserve your destiny. Who is in the boat of your life? Jesus or Jonah? Any ambassador or Jonah? And you are not Fura. You are the verge of missing things. You were not careful enough to notice that it was in the time you started having friendship with that person that you are missing things gradually. The kingdom does not work in that manner. Everyone that will fulfill their destiny in God must be careful of their companionship. Look up. Let me talk to you on the positive manner now. Let me talk to you about three women. I know you will remember them. The first woman is Naomi. The second one is Ruth. And the third one is Opa. Hallelujah. You remember them? Hello. Don't bother yourself. I am used to you when I'm doing this kind of message. Hello, Grandma. Hello, church. Who needed Ruth? Is it Naomi that needed Ruth? Or Ruth that needed Naomi? Or Naomi needed Opa? Or Opa needed Naomi? Who needed Ruth? Hear me, somebody. Like I said the other time, everyone that left your life, you don't need them. In fact, one of the things that the Lord spoke to me on this message is, Everyone that left your life, go and check it very well. They needed you more than you need them. And as they depart from your life, they go into obscurity. As they step out of your life, invariably it is your name, it is your own destiny that God is using to proclaim them. How many of you heard about Opa anymore? From the very day she decided to step out of Naomi, that was the last time we heard about her. Stop bothering yourself about people that are leaving you. They are not part of the equation of your life. You were not there one morning. Unfortunately, you didn't know. You didn't know. Because you are human, you didn't know that they are not part of the equation. Now look at the other side. Ruth wouldn't have become what she became without Naomi. But hear me. Naomi was actually part of Ruth's destiny. Ruth needed Naomi to come into limelight. There are people that your life needs to come into limelight. That is where I'm actually going. Stop trampling on them. Matthew chapter 1 verse 5. 
When the genealogy of Jesus was being mentioned, Matthew 1 5, the name of Naomi was not mentioned. Hello? Hello, me? There are some people that God will use their shoulder to listen. Many of us have lost the place of our prayer testimony because we have trampled on the destiny of people that helped us. Matthew 1 5 And Simon begat Boaz of Rechab, and Boaz begat obeyed by Ruth. New King James is said by Ruth. Where is Naomi in this equation now? But if Ruth did not deal with Naomi, she cannot become the mother of Jesus. Look at me, somebody. The destiny of somebody depends on your destiny. And that is why you cannot waste away. That is why you have to be careful. Can I say this to you? It's for the sake of somebody's destiny that the person may rise. Why should the two children of Naomi die? Why should our husband die? If the three did not die, Naomi wouldn't have thought about going back to Bethlehem. Ruth wouldn't have met with Boaz. Ruth will never have become the mother of Jesus. See, we need to understand the process and the doctrine of destiny. When we are going through things in life and those things look painful, especially the loss of loved ones, be careful. God is about to bring something glorious around that situation. But there is likelihood that it is that very season that you will lose some friendship. Good news. Let them go. They are open. Immediately they leave your life. That is the end of their life. <laughs> Glory of God. Is somebody following me? Are you getting me this morning? I want us to quickly pray in a short while. In a short while. In a short while. Those who depart from you does not matter. Like those who will stay with you in the place of destiny. I, I, I have studied that over time. Over time. You know, sometimes this kind of message might look painful. They look painful. You must be mindful of this. When God starts shaking away the stuff from you, though it is painful, don't be emotional. Don't be what? Don't be what? God is not emotional. Can I give you what we are talking about? We are still on that anchor scripture. That was why I said we should read it from the beginning. God is not emotional by taking 22,000 away. Abba, 
How do you take this kind of people away from me, God? We are going for warfare to face the multitude. God is not emotional. Those people, they don't live your life. They will take glory of God. God said, there are too many for me. If I don't slice them down and shake the table, they will take the glory. God is not emotional. God is always intentional. Very, very important. What did I call number one lesson for you? Can I everybody say it? Say it again. Not listen. There are many people that have to live your life so that you can meet again and they become a beneficiary to you. If you don't leave them now, they won't be a benefit to you later. Can I give you an example? How many of you have met your secondary school mates after so many years and the person has done you good? Assume you didn't leave primary secondary school today and say, I'm a boy of a catribane, I love it. Okay, you see, you see, there are many birds that you have to allow to fly away so that as they are returned, they are coming back to bless you the way Noah did. Releasing those birds will make them to come back and bless. When you don't actually do that, you might be losing a glorious part of your destiny. Hello. For those of you that were in church on Wednesday, I spoke, I, I made mention about three women that they met in school. I saw their picture on the social media. And three of them, when they met in school, they all vowed that they will be coming to the highest level of their career in life. And three of them are sat this morning. They have become vice chancellors of university in Nigeria. Three of them. Three of them. Can you help me ask the person by your side, please? Who is your friend? Now, you, you see now, you are not helping me. And that person may be the person that God is talking to. Can you tell that person, who is your friend? I said, ask, look at the person and ask that person, who is your friend? And ask the person again, Ibo Lenin and Logan. Ben, if your friend is not in your way, it is to your own advantage that you get that relationship. I don't know how to hide this. I don't know how to make, I don't know. But it's not out of pride. This is my 16th year in Oshobo. I don't have one friend. Now somebody will now say, Pastor Kenny. Ma! Those that call themselves my friend, they the only thing they are looking for is an opportunity to get information and wait for the right time to strike. 
I'm not talking of story, cock and bull story. I am telling you a life story now. A friend that is not going your way, that is not going your way, you don't have a business with them. Can you be sincere with yourself and stop being emotional? You can be praying from mountain to mountain if your companionship is not right. It may affect your prayers. The cognitive significance of companionship, companionship. Judas may be thinking he was the one doing Jesus a favor. But the equation made us to know that eventually, on to ferry general Jesus in Waka, killing to the panel. Those who are thinking they will sell you for 30 shillings and make names for themselves. Listen to me. Hello. <laughs> see, see, see. The best place to make friends is in the church. But the most dangerous place to make friends is in the church. Are you hearing me? I don't know how to say this so that some of you will not take offense. In my last nine years of ministry, in the place of meditation and prayer, Moma wanted destiny wanted budget in this church because of the friends they make in this church. A number of you have sold your destiny for so half bag of rice. In this church, for could be a image. Tell you about the Jora, the Jore. So go, bo. Oh, the man no can do no come and do it. Come and do it. No boss, you can't hear me. You hear me. Oh, can't see any image. Is it that any waste time with any? Have you any waste time with any? On a camera on a coach, will you stop playing emotion? Will you stop making God look stupid? If your ways are not the same way, then you have to tell yourself the reality of life. Those who depart from you does not matter like those who stay with you in the place of destiny. Number two, very important. Grow over your emotions if you must be fulfilled in life. If you must be fulfilled in your life, in your God-given destiny, grow over your emotion. Grow over somebody has broken your heart before. Grow over it. Grow over disappointment. Grow over anger. Those are the emotions. Your emotions actually, they are expression of your issues. They are not talking about your destiny. Why are you angry now? You are angry because somebody disappointed you. That's your history. Your emotions are expression of your history. They are not talking about your future. Can you grow over them? How many times? Sincerely, I, I have asked for some of you 
that you have done good for people and they've gone back to backstab you. That's a serious thing. That will not make anybody to do good again. But if you are going to fulfill your destiny, all you need is divine wisdom. Hello? Can I say to somebody this morning, brace up. Learn your lessons and move on. Brace up. Learn your lessons and move on. Brace up. How many people have eaten with you in the same bowl and yet go behind you and sell you and they discuss you negatively? How many people? Let them go. Stay with the true friend. The truth is they are insignificant in the process of your destiny. Is somebody here with me today? Are you here with me today? Now, looking at this together, that simply tells somebody something this morning. In as much as you are being careful, you also have to know that you need people. What did I say? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. You need people. Don't feel you're one. Am I saying something serious? So that it will not become an emotion on the other side. Hear me, somebody? Some people like you, but they don't like what you carry. Why some like what you carry, but they don't like you? I come with it. I am talking from life experience anyway. Some people like you, but they don't like what you carry. Some people like what you see, but they don't like you. You have, you have to identify the categories of these people. Those that like you and don't like what you carry, and those that like what you carry, and those, those you know, they color color. They shouldn't be friends. But it is Eddie that told color color that you see what is in my head. This thing that I carry is not fire. But if you are telling a friend that it's not fire, should that be edible? Somebody, now that you have heard this, you can either be a blessing to somebody or become a curse. And God has designed you to be a blessing and never a curse. Can you please note that? Anywhere you find yourself in life, God wants you to be a blessing and not a curse. And not a curse. And not a curse. When one of you got to UK last month, was it last month or this month? And I spoke to one of you that has been there for, for close to some time and the person said, and I said, this person is looking for a house. In less than one day, the person that has been there called me and said, Daddy Motibari, that is what our life should be. Your life should not be a curse. Your life should be a blessing. That is the reason why we are in the church. Companionship. Companionship. In that relationship, what is your role? 
you are doing friends with people and they are asking you, is this person a Christian at all? In that friendship, who are you? In the church, what are you? Ma, did you teach them the other day on parasites? Okay, they taught you on parasites. Which one again? Participants. Partnership. And predator. Can we take them one by one? Number one. Parasite. What is new on parasites in biology? Our genifemi. Misuto, you remember them? Biology. One nibombo. Have you seen? You see one big tree. You don't see one small leaf that is different from other leaves. Especially mistletoes. You see that the one Those are the categories of people in the church. There are some people that they are parasites. They are what? What did I call them? The person sitting on your side can be a parasite. I'm on by and just you. No. It was in the olden days that uh, they are looking for deeper life. When big men are looking for people to put in their finance department in their company, they go to deeper life to go and pick men because they know they are faithful. So everybody begins to go to deeper life because they are looking for jobs. Don't pick anybody from church now if you are not sure of the roots. They will say, and you will be this, this. They will say, just don't pay her your money. They are parasites. Can you look at me? I have one of my principles as a shepherd in this church. More than something new. I didn't have plans to go there today. If you will do business among yourself in the church, let me know. What did I say? When they shave your head and put um, Ori and you are walking in the sun, your head is shining. What if I learn it? How did this happen? He said in the church. Hear me. Church is not wrong the way many of you are thinking about it. It has happened on one location in the church, in this church. I'm not saying you should not do business with our do business. But let us know that you are doing you say very about not a pastor man pan. You say follow the person sitting by your side can be a parasite. He can be what? Eh, Muslim biosis relationship with me at the parasitic parasite you lap or cacatu. Sim biosis not you for naked cacio moa or a yor, a yor, eh? A cobane yara, I won't let him say to you, to you, Albarica, right? SRG. And the second one, what do you call the second one? Predator. Who are the predators? They are the people looking for Jesus downfall and they are looking for miracle. They just come for miracle and they are looking for the downfall of the pastor. The pastor should be to be now. They are predators. They are agents of who said that? 
I heard that voice. I was surprised. They are agents of what? Of darkness. They are predators. And number three, they are what? I will only come around once, honey. They are just participating. They are just participating. They are just participating. They are looking for platform to showcase. Somebody came around to the church. <laughs> and we are looking for that. You know, they are. Just... <laughs> Don't say I said that one. Oh, I'm a bro. I'm a bro. Don't say I said it. And the person, you were there when they were telling me. That's one. Man. And the person said to us, I said, Color from microphone. Ah. If you are looking for platform, you will go through process. A platform is here. What did I say? A platform is here. But you go through that's what I'm planning now. So that some people will not come and be saying what is not on this altar. Now, we are going to start that after the 10 years. I'm not joking. If you are not a worker, you won't share testimony in this church again. I'm telling you, because I don't know where your testimony is coming from. Those are the things that I will be discussing with the church after the 10th anniversary of the church. There are tenets, there are, are, are councils around church. May the Lord help his church. Kill us the last one. Partner. Abby, may God spare your life. Rise on your feet, everybody. I have the second part too. That's just the first part. Rise on your feet. It's not 11. That's all missing. I have the second part. Hold hand with the person by your side. obedient at this junction. Look at me, everybody, please. Can we assume something in few seconds? Let's just assume something. Jesus. I actually want you to pray. You will pray for the person that you are holding. But look at me. Can we assume at this junction? Use your right hand to hold. Mm. Can you assume that the person you are holding has messed up one time in life. Can you assume that the person that you are holding has been looking for the care of God and the person has not seen? Can we assume? Can we assume that the person that you are holding is going through a certain pain that is not disclosed as you are holding the other person? Will your holding hand with that person 
can your holding hand with that person give a super this money? Or is giving pain? Can we assume that the person you are holding hand with is going through some shame as we are talking now? Any hands to go as Can your companionship by holding hand with that person? Will you please this hour be a blessing and not a curse to the person you are holding? Can you hold that hand very firm, very firm, very firm and close your eyes this moment? Hold that and very fair. Let the person know that you are holding it to her hand. Let us assume that that person has a secret. A very deep secret that he or she is going through. That he or she has never told a man. Thank you. 
Jesus. Mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. How many of you know that the prayer that you pray for that person will be answered? Do you know it will be answered? Now look at that person eyeball to eyeball and tell the person, I love you. I love you. Now, now you are not doing it very well. Tell the person, I love you. I want you to be a blessing this morning. Tell the person, I love you. Now tell the person, I will be a blessing to you. I will not be a curse. I have seen great things happen in this church. I'm telling you. As much as I've seen the other side happen, I think that is life. Ah, Lebari. Come on, Babu. But I've seen great things. I've seen people giving their shoulder for others to climb in this church to become great things. You said that person more time. I love you. I love you. I love you. We are telling that person, I love you. Can you take your sister? God bless you. Verse 13, verse 14, verse 15. Just in 10 minutes, I will close. Hello? Are you glad you came? Please, can you avoid something for the rest of your life? Avoid that you are going to be the one in any friendship that people will point at you finger. In any relationship, can you avoid that? Please avoid it. It makes the person a cause and not a blessing. Are you in verse 13? Verse 13? Who is helping me? Help me so that we can quickly meet. I, I want us to get ready for communion and I want to show you the cognitive significance of the double edged sword that we are doing today. I just told you about fellowship. I told you about companionship. I told you about communion. And I said the three words. They actually came from one word. Huh? Communion. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you doing verse 13? Jesus arrived. Now, now, look up. Look up. If, if I may say. Maybe I may not have time to say that kind of thing. Sit down. Look at me, everybody. Should you go to a house, if it's your friend, when you meet in church, should you go to a house? Why? There is nothing to discuss. Should people that meet a friend in church go to each other's house? Should So if I come to your house now, who is saying, if I come to your house, that's a different level. But if you go to a house, there is nothing you are going there to do. Are you guys sure? No, I'm taking you at practical level now. Pastor Mrs. Faye, should she come to your house? Relationship. She can come to your house. You can come. What is the matter that you are discussing? So you carry this woman and begin to discuss her. When you begin to do that, what are you? 
Nobody you say you should not be friends if your friends are positive. But if you now are friends and you meet somewhere and you meet in and say nobody you need to work. Nobody. On board or or two passing. Or okay, more quick. And when Gideon was come, behold, there was a man that told dream unto his fellow and said, Behold, I dreamed a dream, and lo, a cake of barley. This is where I'm going. We're about to partake of the communion that will change your life forever. I can't hear you loudest, amen. I can't hear you loudest, amen. Today is the fourth communion service that God has commanded in this month. And that was why I wanted to hear this now. A cake of barley bread pumped into the holes of Midian and came onto a tent and smoked it and it fell and overturned it that the tent lay along. That's the word that that's the word that all King James will use. That word lay long actually means scattered. Now look at me here. How many of you have, have, have handled agege bread before? Agege bread. Let me see your hand now. Agege bread. Lagos <laughs> people. That means you will not be enjoying our sugar bread here. Now. Which other bread do you know that is very big or very hard? Like agege bread. You don't know any other one? It's okay. Some of you, the way you are looking at me, if you're long, you hate bread. I think it's just seven, seven, seven and fifteen. Hours. What did you call it? Fully how much is a bread? Now look at me. Can you now look at look at, can you imagine a bread? A bread entered into a camp and destroyed the tent. A bread. A bread. Hear me, somebody. I want to expose you to something today on communion. Every bread is normal until the hand of the Lord came upon the bread. Every bread is normal. What you have been taking, if it is not by the hand of the Lord, that is why we call it the Lord's table. If it is not the hand of the Lord that is upon it, you are taking an ordinary bread. An ordinary bread will only be left you. And after the left you, that's the end of it. It won't do anything. Look at what this cake of barley bread did in the camp of the enemy. Hello. Those of you that you are conversant to the Bible. How many years here are Amidian is go to one of Israeli? And in the idea of God, the only thing that God is going to use to scatter the enemy is a bread. That's the revelation of God. Everybody can see a sword, they can see things. But what God actually used to scatter them is a cake of a barley bread. I speak to the life of destiny of somebody today. As you partake of this communion today, 
every long-standing problem in your life, it doesn't matter the number of years, the Lord will scatter them in the name. on that before in this church. I want them also. They will not say the truth of such no farm. They will be abado, they will be bali, they will be weak, they will at the place of abdes. They will bring all their animals. They themselves will come. They will run down the whole thing. That was why Gideon took some part and was doing this in the threshold of the vine. Everything that has been making you to live a life without profit. As the media has done, as the bread scattered them, as the bread scattered them. I make a decree as you partake of the Lord's table today. Everything the enemy has deposited about your life in the place of communion, it can be sickness, it can be an ordeal, it can be an infirmity, it can be forgetfulness, it can be anything, it can be poverty. I decree in the place of communion today, the Lord will scatter them in the name of Jesus. And a bread, a bread, scatter his camp. That is the kingdom of God in disguise. That is the supernatural in disguise. When you take communion, communion might look like one small bread and wine. Hello. Look at me, everybody. They are not your own wine, no. They are not your own bread. Hello. I know it's likely you will do it at your master's level. These uh, we did about chemistry. These are um, um, fermentation process and all those and all those. They are this wine. They are not like your own wine. No. They are not the ordinary wine that you take. They are not the bread. Even, even if you have a bakery, these are not the ordinary bread. These are bread that scatter the camp of the enemy. For the want of time, can we rise on our feet? No sickness will survive today's communion. Hello. With all military strategies of the Midianites, with all their battalions, the only thing that scattered them was the bread. A cake of barley bread was what God used to scatter them. Can you give a name? Or they have given you the name of that problem in your body system. If only you can have this understanding today. This bread has the capacity to scatter them. No, a cake of barley bread trembled, tumbled into the halls of Midian and came into a tent and smote it that it fell and overturned it. There will be an overturning. Yes. 
there will be an overturning. Say after me, bread. I can't wait. Say bread. Say bread. Say bread. Say bread. Say bread. How come that a bread, a bread, give me verse 14 and 15, a bread, when they were interpreting that bread, the interpreter, even though a Gentile, said what he saw is the sword of Gideon. And his fellow answered and said, this is nothing else, save the sword of Gideon, the son of God, the man of Israel, for in his hand, as God delivered, not that God will deliver. God has delivered. Stretch out your hands, everybody, to the altar. This is a special communion. To this your hands, as the communion element is being delivered to your hands, everything that the enemy has taken away from you. That you have seen them as a master. I don't know. I don't know. God spoke to me clearly on this. I never knew. No trouble. very sweet. I didn't know why he said we should come in on a broad daylight. I didn't know. But now I began to understand. As you receive this communion element in your hand, you receive the sword. Don't forget, I told you in the course of the week that before we rise from the missing victory will be declared. Now, this morning, by the mercy of God, as the communion element touches your hand, I decree, and as you apply them and engage them, I decree that there is victory in your life in the name. For somebody, pastors, get ready to give us the communion element. Dickie, please join. Now hear me, somebody. The last time that you lose in life, that chapter 6, I think verse 10 or thereabouts, and that angel spoke to Gideon. He said, you are a mighty man of valor. A mighty man. And Gideon said, no, don't, don't say, I am, I am just a wine presser. I am not. There is something God is laying in your hand now that will make you to become a mighty man. As the communion touches your hand this very hour, and you engage them, I decree everything we use it for today, there will be testimonies in the name of Jesus. Now, now look, look at me, look at me, look at me, open your eyes. The person that shared the testimony is here. I've told you severally, I'm not a testimony person. One of the testimonies I've, I've heard a couple of these testimonies of communion. In the years past. This month that we are taking, this very month, one of you took communion a couple of Sundays ago, and she told me later that week, pay back communion later. She rushed to the toilet, and two fibroids came out. Two big fibroids came out. Right in this church. This month. This is what somebody will write on a, on a pamphlet. And broke up. This month. Should I call the person that tells you this? The person is hearing me. 
Was it communion with you the other day that you had an encounter to? Just communion to? See, I am telling you what you have in your hand is not anything but the victorious What did I call it? If you bring down the camp of the enemy in your life, bread, 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 yes, bread, that bread in your hand, that bread in your hand, that bread, that bread, John 6, 53, that bread will bring eternal life, that bread will bring healing, that bread, that bread in your hand will change your story forever, that bread, that bread. If it's only your day and only your day, also come further. That bread will make them to go back. Amen. Oh, God, don't so want no match with that matter. Amen. They impoverish the house of Israel. But by the power of the engagement of the bread, the Israelite poverty were reversed. This morning, somebody's poverty is being reversed. Amen. The king. I don't know how I'm going to do it. God told me in the night that all the children should be served communion. All of them. Please, after now, get them and serve them communion. See, today's communion, unusual kind of testimonies that men cannot fathom. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. It has not come to the mind of men. I decree by this bread. By this bread, by this bread, and by this bread, the door is broken open in the name. The gate of brass and iron is about to be scattered by this bread. By this bread. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except ye eat of the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. Quickly, he that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood, dwelleth in me, and I in him. As the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. This is that bread. Did you see it? This is that bread. Did you see it? This is that bread. Which came from heaven. Not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. He that eateth of this bread shall live. Pray over the element of your Pray over it. Pray over it. We are concluding this month on that level. That the grace of God is made available. Let it work for you. 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 Now the grace of God is made available. It gives you time alive. The enemy will be taken on away after this communion. Somebody should note that. The enemy will be taken on away. They will clean up Yes, by this communion. The enemy. The enemy will be taken on away. On away. Unaware, unaware, they will be taken unaware. Imagine the Midianites just thinking a cake, ordinary bread, ordinary bread entered their camp, and that was the beginning of the problem. After taking this communion today, your enemies will be taken unaware. After all the visuals that we have done, after all the prayers, after all fasting, 
Eastern bread. Eastern bread. Eastern bread. That is what Gideon will be saying. Ladra, Adra, Sagba, you only want to send a deliverer. Send a deliverer. The only thing that God is sending is bread. He sent bread to the camp of the enemy. God is sending bread. God is sending bread. God is sending bread. God is sending bread. Will you receive it? Will you receive it? He sent a cake of barley bread. Will you not have been disappointed? Will you not have been disappointed if this is what God wants to use to heal you? Don't think it's a small thing in your hand. The bread. The bread. Yes, the bread. I, I see somebody coming for testimony after this communion service. I see somebody come for testimony after this service. And I see eternal rest. I see glorious rest. I see he's seeing me. He's seeing me. He's seeing me. He's seeing me. Me. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Loudest, in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Look at me. Anything in the hand of a, my, a, a mighty warrior is a weapon. Anything. Anything. As the jaw of the donkey or the heart was a weapon in the hand of something. Anything, anything. That small thing that you have in your hand, that small bread, we scatter the camp of the enemy today. The work, you know, the testimony I shared with you, the work starts right from the church. It was not when the person got, in fact, the, the, the fibroid dropped in the toilet in the church. So it's not, the matter will not continue after now. When you partake of this bread and this wine, the communion today, there will be grace for healing and deliverance. Father, we thank you. Ancient and ageless controversy will be settled now. Every ancient and every ageless that you, to- you don't even remember when the matter started, that controversy will be settled now. Are you ready for the communion? Yes, sir. Lift the bread up. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, we give you praise. Hallelujah. As you sent me, so I deliver the message. I withdraw so that you can do what you say you will do. Everyone partaking of this bread this morning, I decree your life will not remain the same. Yeah. Chains will be broken. Shame will be gone. Seeds will be over. The last shame that you encounter will be the last shame. The last poverty that you encounter will be the last one. From glory to glory. The night that he was betrayed, he broke the bread for them. In the same manner, with thanksgiving, I break the bread for your children this moment. In the name of the Father. Another son, yeah. another Holy Spirit, yeah. in Jesus' mighty name. You can take the bread. In the same manner, he lifted up the cup and he called it the cup of the new covenant. This morning, as you have commanded us, I'm lifting up this cup and I pronounce it over your children as the cup of the new covenant. The Lord said, We do a new thing. Yeah. Because the hope will be gone. The new will come. A new testament is open for you. Amen. 
you will not say the old story again. Amen. It will be a new version. Amen. A new version of you. Amen. A new song. Amen. A new demand. Amen. A new glory. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I serve your children this communion call in the name of the Father. Amen. And of the Son. Amen. And of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You can take it in the name of Jesus. Go on your knees for one minute. Just pull it upon yourself. Let the grace of God be made available. In the name of Jesus. Even as we hear your service, Lord, I stand on your promise. I believe on what you said. Lord, fulfill it. Fulfill it. Fulfill it. I heard somebody's testimony now. Lord, I want to have my own testimony too. Lord, my testimony begins now. 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 The impossible, that's what I'm hearing now. The impossible becomes possible now. Now, now, now. Yes, yes, the siege is over. Akasho Ekelenyekuro, you will be married this year. Miraculously, miraculously. You will carry your babies this year. Yes, miraculously. That sickness will no more have the power to stay in your body system. Yes, yes. You have the grace. You have the grace now. Father, we thank you. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. The Lord's prayer, our Father. Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thou be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us